bacon smells nice. Bacon. So does all day breakfast with Matt and Alex. Well, Alex Dyson, the handle finally went on the saucepan. Oh, it's gone as well. Yeah. Is it in the bin now? No, nope, it's on the floor. It's on the kitchen floor. <laughs> I tried to, uh, I tried to film it <laughs> after the after the saucepan was breaking, and I was filming it, and Belle was like. You are not filming this for content. You are not filming this, so so uh, I I stopped filming it. But the uh, handle is still there, and we now have a handleless, lidless saucepan. Well, the good news is Matt O'Kine that uh, asking you shall, shall receive. We got a hot spicy meme uh, on hashtag So You Think You Can Dank of the uh, the Black Knight from Holy Grail with a head of a saucepan and Matt O'Kine <laughs> saying it's over, and he's saying tis but a scratch. So uh, thank you very much. And it continues today on the show. You'll be uh, hearing a few of the entries we've got in hashtag So You Think You Can Dank. Um, feel free to jump on the hashtag and see what memes are happening so far some very very spicy content popping through is it spicy content alex or is it just bullying me i mean if <laughs> if i if this if if i had no. not had a bit of experience with you know negative feedback from the past i would be quite shooketh from Matt, all of this we asked for spice <laughs> we asked for dankness if it's not going to be a, a little bit of pepper you know, in the content, <laughs> what is the point of even doing the comp? So you're going to be hearing a little bit from that later on, uh, which will be quite exciting. We're also going to be checking in with movies. Some movies are being released, Matt, uh, in the time of Corona and quite excited about one particular one. I'll get your thoughts later on. And up next. Look, you don't have children, Alex Dyson, and if you want it to stay that way... Well, there's a brand new contraception that's just come out that's raised my eyebrows. An immaculate contraception. All right. It's stuck into that on Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Now, Matt, I don't know why you've been Googling contraception. I mean, from from all angles, it appears that you're uh, loving life as a father, but... um. You've you've come across something that uh, some new developments in the world of no babies. Yeah, well, look, it just it did, you know, catch my eye on the news. Um, There's a world. There's a world first contraceptive that's come out. Uh, It's called Fexi. It's going to hit the US markets thanks to some South Australian researchers. Right, they get the world first thing about this is it's non-hormonal. You know, usually. Usually, contraceptions needing to uh, affect the hormones of the pers- of the of the woman taking them, so that they, uh, you know, don't yep. ovulate. Is that right? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> anyway, look. Never how have I, how are never babies had made? I wished we had a female <laughs> co-host more than that sentence right there, Matt O'Kine. Anyway, <laughs> look. The thing about oh this gel God. is, producer Bron, get in here. <laughs> It's an emergency. Pull the hey, producer bronze. Do you know cord. what though? Do you know what though? When you start, when you start looking into having a baby, right? I was like, it just didn't. You know, this is going to sound so dumb, but I didn't realize how difficult it was. You know, like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, when I when when they when they like at high school, they're like, 
oh, if you look at a vagina, you're going to have a baby. You know, like it's like, it's like the most alarmist kind of attitude. I didn't realise it was, you know, once a month. That the, Like the whole process really is, there's only like realistically and commonly three mm. to five days within the cycle that it's that it's going to happen. But also... Don't take our advice on that, no, on don't, that particular don't. one because Everyone there are always exceptions. Don't be like, oh, but Matt from my favourite podcast <laughs> said it's good. Anyways, anyways, oh, man. look, that hopefully regardless of what you choose to do, you can not worry about when you do it because there's this new contraception. For world's first non-hormonal contraceptive, all right, it's a gel. And uh, it goes inside the vagina, so it works to maintain and restore healthy vaginal pH levels, okay, making it inhospitable for the survival of sperm. All right, so that's interesting. It's like they're treating it like a like a house party, and you just w- want everyone to leave. You're just making the conditions, just like you want them to go. All right, then we'll be off. <laughs> it's it's literally like you've installed a little like nightclub lights in the vagina and you just flick them on and you're like, nope, nope, last drinks. So, <laughs> or like, or you know, at a, you know, public places where they don't want young hoodlums riding skateboards, they play classical music over, uh, <laughs> over the speakers or at like railway stations and stuff so yeah. the kids don't want to hang out there. Inhospitable. Exactly. So same, same, except with you know sperm. Thank you to the to uh, U- uh, University of South Australian scientist Dr. Sanjay Garg. By the way, uh, it started in two thousand. So this is this is uh, taken a long time to get here. But we thank Dr. Garg. But Matt O'Connor, it seems like you know because Dr. Garg, I'm sure, is cleaning up with this new discovery, a brand new contraception, which is non-hormonal because these contraceptions, you know, the pills and various things can mess with hormones and can make things a bit, little bit difficult. And so having something like that is huge. We would also like to get into the gap in the market because we found a couple of extra things we'd like to throw in, which would like potentially Fexi would make a very good contraceptive should you not wish to have children. Here's a couple of Matt and Alex' top tips as to uh, some really good Everyday contraceptives. Referring to sex as hanky panky. Crocs. Not being able to drive manual. The word milady. Liking pineapple on pizzas. Oh, come, come on now. Come on now. <laughs> come on now. I'm coming around, to be honest, and I can't drive a manual. <laughs> <clears throat> Writing a 12-page document about the pros and cons of various AFL teams. <laughs> there you go. Submit your own, Matt. Don't add to that. <laughs> Coffee? Yeah, go A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Now here on Matt and Alex all day breakfast with so much activity on the meme marketplace due to our meme competition, we thought we'd cross over right now to our resident memeologist, Dat Boy Gregory Salad Fingers, for a meme market update. 
Hello there, Dak Boy. Gregory Saladfingers here with an all-day breakfast meme market update. Well, Flume may bring the stank and Ashton Kutcher may bring the prank, but it seems like all-day breakfast listeners are the ones that bring the dank if Matt and Alex's latest competition is anything to go by. Meme makers from across the country are uploading their spiciest content to be in the running for an ADB robe, and this meme analyst is classifying their content as absolute magma. No one is safe from their templates, so let's do the rounds of the markets now to see who is on the receiving end of some of the listeners' viral flamethrowers. First up, Matt's bizarre confession that he had a secret crush on cartoon character Lois Griffin is getting the distracted boyfriend meme treatment. A Gaga O'Kine turning his head to perv on the passing Family Guy mother as a shocked girlfriend, aka Dyson, and the rest of the listeners looks on. It's a classic meme and works well in this context. Meme maker Chris getting top marks for highlighting the creepy cross-toon crush quickly and effectively. Alex is in the crosshairs next, with listener Tokyo Goose reaching deep into his Rick and Morty meme folder to spice up Dyson's odd new isolation living situation, with him and his partner Woods deciding to plonk their bed in the living room to allow for two home offices. Mr Goose begins his habanero content with a caption, Woods saying, hear me out, we move the bed from the bedroom before being cut off by an eager Alex, aka Rick, sucking a lollipop, saying, you son of a bitch, I'm in. This content is sure to take Tokyo Goose a long way towards the final three, despite the fact that Alex probably more closely resembles a whining Morty character. And finally, there's been an overwhelming surge of dank action tap dancing all over the fact that Matt brings up his daughter every two sentences, with spice ninjas from all corners of the dark web dropping truth bombs via Photoshop. The most interesting gentleman in the world template makes an appearance with Matt's face saying... I don't always mention I have a daughter, but when I do, it's every single episode of All Day Breakfast. The you know meme appears as well. The card ultimatum stating, stop talking about Sophia or draw 25, leaves Matt with a fistful of cards. And finally, an extremely rare template of a lost soldier holding a pistol, speaking from behind a metal helmet. His words, I don't know who I am. I don't know why I'm here. All I know is Matt O'Kine has an 18-month-old daughter. And that is a small fraction of the huge day of trading from here at the meme markets. So if you'd like an all-day breakfast robe, be sure to upload your hot meme by using the hashtag so you think you can dank. Until next time, I'm Sophia O'Kine. I mean, I'm Dad Boy Gregory Salafigas. Back to you in the studio. <laughs> Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. So the point being, uh, hashtag, <laughs> so you think you could dank if you would like to win an all-day breakfast robe. Are you okay, Matt? Oh, mate, I, I honestly, <laughs> I didn't realise that I I talked, yeah, I mentioned my daughter every now and then. I mean, get, can't a dad be proud, for God's sake? It's fine. Not all of them about the daughter. Um, I mean, do, this one does get mentioned, but it's not a punchline. Um, it's another distracted boyfriend with a guy checking out a, a girl walking past. Uh, in this case, the guy is Matt O'Kine. The girl walking past is uh, Alex looking ripped in Alice Ivy's video clip. <laughs> and the, the girlfriend is his beautiful partner, Belle, beautiful daughter, Sophia, and heterosexuality is uh, well, looking on at look, Matt O'Kine. That's because you do look surprisingly ripped in that film clip. All right. I can't get over that fact. 
Uh, another good one of a tuba getting blown into someone's face. Uh, Matt's the man who's got his face in the tuba. I'm the one blowing it, and the tuba is Lord of the Rings references. And another good one is um, Michael Fassbender, I'm pretty sure, in X-Men saying, show me Matt Nellix, and it's Matt Nellix on Triple J. No, the real Matt Nellix, and then it's Matt Nellix all day breakfast. No, the real Matt Nellix, <laughs> and then it's Voyage Financial, and he says, perfection. All right, you're going to have to go back to the very first episode if you want to understand that. Right now, though, we are moving on to movies. You mentioned uh, movies just before, Alex Dyson, Michael Fassbender in the X-Men series. And look, there's there's a bit of action coming out in the comic book world, which I need to ask our audio producer, Chris Marsh, about. So let's welcome him. This is our first segment, Movies with Marshy. Here are some films that I'd like to see up on the silver screen But I am stuck in my house because of COVID-19 <laughs> Clap him in, ladies and gentlemen Tell you what, when you get a segment you may as well make a ripper intro for yourself G'day Marshy That's how bored I am at home, I really want to go to the movies so, okay, uh, let's get straight into it. I saw this, the poster for this on the way in here. I've heard people talking about it. Someone I spoke to yesterday said, oh, on the weekend I saw it. My sister messaged me, hey, can I? Can you look after my son? I want to go and see this movie. What the hell is going on with Tenet? What is it about? And why the hell is everyone so come obsessed on. about it? <laughs> come on, mate. Honestly, I don't know. It's Christopher Nolan, the I know that god much. of movies. Um it is his latest epic. We're thinking maybe it's even in the same shared universe as Inception. We don't know. There are, there are links to Inception or something. That will be its closest cousin in terms of what we're thinking about here, although the shades of time travel and manipulating time, which is one of its things he always likes to do, so that's going back to one of his early movies, one of my favourites, Memento. Oh, Marshy, um, Memento. Mm, let's, let's geek out about yeah. it. Guy Pierce. Um, Christopher Nolan, just in top tier of my favourite movies, alongside The Fifth Element and Emily. Um, What a film. But what the early reviews for Tenet are already saying, it's a Nolan classic in that you're going to need to see it more than once, which I think movie theatres will be loving at the moment because they haven't had much (laughs) money for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um, So I don't know anything about the... Have we got a clip? You haven't... You said when we were talking about this before, you didn't... You haven't watched the I've watched trailer. the first trailer, which came out in January, but I haven't watched any of the subsequent ones because that was enough for me to go, yeah, I absolutely want to see this, and now I want to go in as cold as possible to watch it. I I mean, obviously, we're in Victoria, so it's going to be a while since I see it, so I'm going to have to <laughs> avoid spoilers, and I really want to see it on a big screen because he shot it in 70mm and IMAX, so I can't wait Whoa. to actually see it big. They're calling Early reviews have called it 007 meets Minority Report. Ooh. In terms of it's big action, but it's also going to play with your mind. I mean, he's changed he changed the game, old Nolan, with making these films like The Dark Knights, just that the biggest crossover of good movie, big movie. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. his, his ability to do both has been incredible. Yeah, is it the point of his career now where Warner Brothers will just go, "Here's some money, do whatever you want." Um, he's got he's got the runs on the board that he can just dictate it. So he wrote this himself, um, and 
I can't wait. There's, we've got a bit of a grab of the trailer, which tells you nothing. I need some idea of the threat we face. As I understand it, we're trying to prevent World War Three. And try to understand it. Feel it. It'll happen here. Hasn't happened yet. Matt O'Kine, thoughts? Do you know what? That that actually sounds like people watching Tenet on <laughs> the movie screen. They're like, I don't understand it. <laughs> Has it happened yet? <laughs> What's <Yeah>. going on here? <laughs> so it has started coming into um, theatres though, Marshy, in places where um, yeah, COVID is not as prevalent as others. Yeah, there's been some preview screenings. It's fully released in Australia this week. Um, so it should be out in... New South Wales and Queensland and WA and everywhere else this weekend. Um, one the, certainly the biggest movie that's come out to cinemas since COVID times. Everything else has been, you know, everything we were meant to see in the first six months of this year has been pushed back by six months or more. Um, this stars John David Washington, who you may have seen in Black Klansman. Um, he's been in a few other things. But what I found really interesting, which I didn't know, is he's Denzel's son. You know, I drove past the poster and I didn't see it quick enough and I thought, oh, Denzel is in Tenet. No, so it's actually his son. Interesting stuff. Matt, All right, well, it, look, Matt has been on the receiving end of a few Waleed Ali's and suddenly is... Uh... <laughs> He's doing it to other people as well. <laughs> hey, um, let's talk about Batman because I've seen all the headlines about Robert Pattinson... Ooh. In Batman. Who's also is in it? Tenet. Oh, is he? <laughs> yeah, what? he's God. also in Tenet, but he is the new Batman, or R-Bats, as they're calling him. Um, <laughs> oh, instead of R-Bats. Oh, I thought he... So he is the Bat... Oh, so he is he is Batman. Okay, I yeah, thought he might Bruce have been Wayne the Batman. Well, he's not no. Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> so so tell me about... Is this is this a brand new story? Is this is this Batman from the beginning? It's no, not that's from the Batman beginning. Begins, you fool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For once, it's not an origin story reboot, but it is a bit of a reboot. We don't know what world it's going to exist in, whether it is in the world of Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. There's some suggestions that there's been a couple of teasers that it might exist in a shared universe with that. But, yes, it's set one or two years after he's decided to become the Batman. Um, so it's in the early days of his time in Gotham, um, he's not as jaded yet, supposedly. And it, they're saying it's meant to be a bit more detective noir. It's got the Riddler. It's got Penguin in it. Um, so Who's playing it, the Penguin? Be interesting. <laughs> An unrecognisable Colin Farrell. Oh, he was in the trailer and he's put on heaps of weight to play the Penguin. <laughs> I'd, maybe Has he, he taken off lots Danny of height? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, because exactly. I, I don't think you can, I can ever look past Danny DeVito being the Penguin. He was yeah. just so good. Go um, watch the trailer and the person you think looks least like Colin Farrell, that's him. <laughs> Goodness me. And how is how's this new um, Batman film going for DC? Because I know, like, with Marvel and the Avengers just being so massive and just taking billions, they seem to be sort of a bit of an underdog. Is there a little bit of a whiff around DC that they're not, you know, bringing it to the table? What's going on? Is there, well, are they, they just desperate? Had so many, yeah, so many troubled projects. I mean, this was the one that was meant to be the continuation of Ben Affleck and he was going to direct it. So this was going to be his directing of himself in the Batman. Then he just left it. And so they gave it to Matt Reeves who did um, 
rise and war of Planet of the Apes and Cloverfield. So, I mean, this looks like it's going to... Because Arpats is an interesting choice. It's a very different choice for Batman. They're shooting it completely differently. I believe they're shooting in Liverpool. So they're trying to make Gotham City look really weird and grungy, different to any other Gotham we've ever seen before, which has normally been New York or Chicago. Um and the trailer was absolutely really moody. But what was interesting was they've only shot 25% of it because it got shut down for COVID. So they've released a trailer <laughs> because they had a big um, fan event for DC, but they've only shot a quarter of the movie. <laughs> that no. is bold. This, let's have a listen to the trailer now. If you are justice, please do not lie. What is the price for your blind the hell are you supposed to be? I'm vengeance. Oh, he's got the deep voice down. Ooh. That's good to hear. <laughs> I think that's I'm the prerequisite, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Can we all do? Let's uh, let's all do our best. I'm Batman. Okay, I'm going to go oh, first. Hold on. Go. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> Who are you? I'm Batman. I'm vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Batman. Well, that's pretty good. I'm more of a Bane person. I was born in the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, Chris Marsh, thank you so much for joining us, Matt. Uh, movies with Marshy. Um, you've made such an incredible intro that we're going to have to keep doing this. So well, good work on you. Even if there's no hey, movies coming the se- out. Just ensuring the, the sequel. So One that's <laughs> yeah. only a couple of weeks away that I feel like you'll be excited about, Matt O'Kine, is um, Bill and Ted are back in Two weeks Wow, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll have to wait for a bit more info on that one. Dude, will Marshy is that true? Movies with Marshy sequel be the Terminator 2 of segments or will it be the uh, or will it be the the Zoolander 2? Two Lander. The Batman and Robin yeah. of uh, segments. <laughs> we will see. Thanks so much, Marshy. Cheers, guys. All day breakfast with a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm. Before we get going, Matt O'Kine, you told a story the other week of a little visit to the pharmacy in which you went in a law-abiding citizen and left a dirty, rotten thief, albeit with <laughs> yeah. sanitised hands. Yeah, exactly. I could clean myself of my sins. Thanks for uh, <laughs> for reminding me. Yeah, I did walk out with two big bottles of hand sanitizer by accident, Turned, came back said, I've, I've accidentally stolen these. They said, oh, how good of you to return them. So I actually, <laughs> I turned into a hero. Well, it's sort of, it is very much like the Joker in the Batman films, you know. It's a sympathetic villain, you know, you, <laughs> where you could, you know, some people root for him, who not. But um, I did laugh at you. I did think that was, you were quite the buffoon. But um, walking out of the shops yesterday, we'd gone for a walk at uh, Woods of the Goods and I went in, bought some pickled turnip <laughs> alongside some other bulk items from this okay, good. Mediterranean groats. The up. only thing you bought, I'd be like, okay, that's, you know, interesting. Well, we did go there for that because we'd run out because we're putting too much of it on our bibimbaps. Uh, but that's besides <laughs> the point. The uh, <laughs> Oh, what? I love a bibimbap. All right, go on. Oh, how good are they, mate? Oh. Like, Korean cuisine. No, I don't, I I don't mind. the ones I could eat for the you rest of my life. You know what I don't life. mind? Bit of bulgogi. 
as well. Oh. A bit of beef bulgogi. Anyways, let's go. <laughs> anyway, whilst you're in there getting your pickled turmeric in the big jar, and you're sure, you're, next to it's the big jar of cornichons, so you pick up one of them, and then by the time you're walking out with your marinated... My hands are getting full here with these beautiful bulk groceries. And so as we're coming to the checkout, I'd put a jar of, of pitted calamata olives in my jumper pocket. We dumped them all on the oh, thing, wait, put them wait, all in wait. bags. We leave the shop... <laughs> And Elle's like, I can't see the olives in the bag. And I'm like, oh, no, we must have left them at the thing. Oh, no, wait, they're in my pocket. Alex Dyson has just stolen some Calabana olives, my friend. In your hoodie pocket. I mean, that is what the hoodie pocket was built for. It was built for stealing. Let's <laughs> race <laughs> it. So, so I, I just wanted to, before today's episode of All Day Breakfast finishes, I just want to apologise to the <laughs> supermarket down the road from me. I, 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 I took your olives and by the time we were halfway home, I realised and I thought, I'll just fix you up next time. So I am going to pay you back. Oh, what? But you as, haven't at even gone moment, back Matt, yet? You're actually, I'm at large. You're I'm a fugitive. fugitive. <laughs> I paid for the pickled turnips but stole the calamata. So I am a wanted man, but hopefully by the time you hear this podcast, I won't be in in chains and be broadcasting all day breakfast tomorrow from the slammer. Well, you heard it here first. It is Matt and the Fugitive all day breakfast. <laughs> um, thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you to Marshy, Chris Marsh, for uh, his movie news. Uh, thank you to that boy Gregory Salafingers as well. Hey, keep submitting your memes because we've got some incredible celeb judges who are going to be... And we're talking cream of the crop meme knowers here. Yeah, you're going to be very impressed. We'll let you know who those are tomorrow. Until then, take care of yourself. And uh, if you want some calamata, you know where to find me. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.